0: And welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm Arlene Bynum, 18 elementary students dead now in Texas. Wow, it still hurts, doesn't it? Even after refresh from Buffalo, we'll talk about it in our political panel. Three adults on a day and on the heels of another tragedy, as we say. I mean, how how do you analyze this? Uh, We will talk about that, as I mentioned, in Counterpoint. And related here to Canada, I do want to get into another area of politics that's starting to get a theme. We knew that it was going to be a really important uh, conservative leadership race, and now many are weighing in, tying it into Jason Kenney getting turfed out uh, because he didn't have the support from a minority of his party that were vocal, and then he had managed to kind of uh, stir the ire of the other side as well. But in the Canadian Conservative Party, we're starting to hear comments about really what's at stake here, that if someone wins the Conservative race, but they lose the next election, because let's face it, this is a prime minister who's been there for a while, and Canadians like to turf him out after their time is done and the liberals have had a pretty good go, what's at stake here and what are we seeing? Brian Lee Crowley is joining us, founder and managing editor, managing director rather of the McDonald laurier Institute. Brian Lee Crowley, good evening. Thank you for joining us.
1: Good evening, Arlene. It's great to be here.
0: Here we are. This conversation is now getting, let's face it, intense is this Canadian leadership race showing us a change that is already there and what it means to be a conservative, or is it forcing one, Ryan?
1: Well, that's a very interesting question, Arlene. Look, uh um I I think it's fair to say that there is a lot of disaffection out there with the, with the political process. There are a lot of people angry, you know, we've never been through anything like the lockdown uh, through, uh, through COVID. Uh, We're, we're seeing inflation raging at a rate we haven't seen for 30, 40 years. Uh, I, I think people are, are, are quite disoriented and upset. And I think that that's starting to uh, reflect itself in the conservative leadership campaign. And I think that's I think that's pretty normal. You know, people associate the government of the day with the sort of status quo. And if people are unhappy with the experiences they've been having, if they feel things are not headed in the right direction, you know, one of the things they're going to do is they're going to look at the opposition and say, can these people represent me? Because uh, uh, I don't feel the government of the day is, uh, is getting the job done. And I, I, I suspect that that's what's happening right now. And there's a lot of uh, anger and, uh, you know, uh, kind of confusion uh, in the minds of the electorate. And I think that's now manifesting itself in the conservative leadership campaign.
0: It is, but we're also looking at something and wondering. We've seen in the United States of America, started with the former president, now it's full tilt boogie. Take that anger, and whether or not it gets you viewers on a on a television show, or it gets you voters and creates a lot of distrust and. And feelings, it doesn't really matter. And is it coming here to Canada? Because many Canadians, of course, we've all been through hell after the pandemic, but is this anger that's already there, or is it manufacturing it, or maybe a better way of putting it, is trying to stoke it and keep it going without the solutions that go with it?
1: Yes, I, I think this is a very fair comment. You know, uh, I... I believe that um, uh, the anger is not manufactured. The confusion is not manufactured. I think it's there in the minds of uh, a lot of Canadians. Uh, I think what's concerning people is, you know, the idea that uh, uh, people might try and stoke it or exaggerate it or magnify it uh, in order to get political benefit out of it. And, um, you know, we certainly uh, saw what uh, Donald Trump was able to do in terms of taking an existing disaffection, alienation, on the part of a major part of the uh, electorate in the United States. And um, through, I I thought, some very clever manipulation, was able to turn that into a a political movement. Uh, You know, my own view for what it's worth is that um, you know, anger only gets you so far. If, you, if, if you're in the job of political leadership, what you need to do is not stoke anger, but you have to take the anger and show people that something positive can be made out of it. And uh, I, I think that's the real challenge of leadership. Uh, and um, I think we're waiting to see whether any of the conservative uh, party leadership candidates have the right stuff to do that.
0: There's also a sense of something that we saw in the United States and we're seeing on the far right. Let's just say it. And the conservatives, this was supposed to be a battle for the heart and soul of the conservatives. Um, some on the right are calling other conservatives traditional conservatives. They say there is a new day dawning. Is this a fringe minority? Or again, is is this a reality it, has conservatism changed, or is there feelings within the party they're going to make it change?
1: Well, there's certainly uh, an extent to which there's a bit of a civil war, if that's not too strong an expression, <laughs> going on within the within the Conservative Party. Uh, you know, you've got uh, uh, the the populist conservatives uh, based. Primarily in the West, but by no means uh, exclusively in the West, uh, who are, um, you know, uh, uh, magnifying. I think the the anger and uh, upset that so many people uh, feel, and um, and I, I think quite legitimately saying, look, uh, the, the 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 feelings that people have uh, coming out of the the pandemic and all the rest are not finding an expression in our political leadership. I think this is a fair. Comment to make, uh, but you've got uh, uh, other people. Uh, uh, you might call them the Red Tories, or uh, you know, a centre-right uh, grouping within the Conservatives that uh, uh, is is made quite anxious by the idea that um, you know the 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 way the Conservative Party is going to try and uh, get into power is by. Uh, playing on the fears and anxieties of Canadians. And I I think this is exactly the issue that's being fought out right now.
0: It is. And also, there's also a sense that so many things are are changing around us. And and part of that anger message wants to blow things up and take away the fundamentals, you know, attacking the Bank of Canada um, and other institutions. But look at, you know, there's such a tussle going on here. That Russia invades Ukraine. What do you know? An institution that was also seen to have holes—a former president of the United States, really, seemingly to side with Vladimir Putin—that NATO's days were numbered. Now it's all revitalized. Is this about blowing things up? We know that, you know, politics is about addition, not sub- subtraction. Here.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think about uh, the criticism that, uh, for ex- for example, Pierre uh, Poliver is making of the uh, the Bank of Canada, and you know, look, I, I, I'm kind of of two minds about this. On the one hand, I'm I'm a firm believer in the independence of the Bank of Canada. We don't want politicians setting interest rates. I, you know, we want this to be done at kind of arm's length. Uh, 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 so that politicians who have an interest actually in, in inflation and uh, playing with interest rates and so on, we don't, we don't want these things done in a political way. On the other hand, I think it's also fair to say that the, the, the current regime at the Bank of Canada has let Canadians down quite badly. There was lots of evidence that uh, inflation was headed our way, and uh, it is their job. It is their only job make sure that inflation is kept under control in Canada. And I think uh, it is entirely in order for uh, people running for the leadership of the Conservative Party to say, you know what, the Bank of Canada let us down. Uh, The Bank of Canada is not beyond criticism. Uh, What I think goes a little too far is uh, for, uh, say, Pierre uh, Poliver to say, and if I uh, become Prime Minister, I'm firing the government of the Bank of Canada. Mm -hmm. That that, you know, there, there's often fine lines here. Criticize the Bank of Canada, absolutely. Did they let Canadians down on inflation? Yes. Uh, is it the job of politicians to step in and say, I'm going to fire this guy because, uh, you know, I'm going to be the prime minister and I get to decide these things? Um, I, I think we, we, we want a sense that our political leadership is going to take a step back from their own feelings and think about what's good for the country. And um, I I think this is what Canadians are trying to uh, figure out for themselves is who's going to um, who's going to speak up for the interests of Canada.
0: And we need an opposition. We need a great opposition. We need a party in waiting. We need all those things. Our our traditional so-called traditional conservatives, are they getting pushed out of this party? Are they out of style?
1: That's something that this leadership uh, campaign is going to tell us. Uh, I, I, I don't know what the answer is yet. Uh, I suspect that as the campaign goes on, um, the more traditional conservatives are going to um, work very hard to assert themselves within uh, within the party to make their vision of conservatism uh uh have more weight in the in the conversation within the party and I, I suspect that there will also be uh people who are perhaps sympathetic to the more uh populist wing of the party who who may draw back as they see uh the reaction of Canadians to the uh, leadership campaign and they'll start to ask themselves you know look uh, are we offering Canadians that strong alternative which our political system demands? You know, we've had two elections now in which the Conservatives and the Liberals have been neck and neck, right down to the wire. Uh, it's quite clear that, um, in fact, the, the, the Tories got more popular vote than the Liberals in both those elections. And um, it, it's clear that the, the electorate looked at the Conservatives and thought quite seriously about voting for them. And then at the last minute, drew back, uh, and um, uh, you know, our political uh, system depends on the idea that there is an electable opposition mm-hmm. which helps to keep the government answerable for what they do. And uh, I, I, I think it's it, it 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 is incumbent on the conservatives to find a way to offer that alternative to Canadians. This is not about the conservatives. This leadership campaign is about. You know, whether or Canada. not political system and, and, will work
0: in not. Fa- a final question I want to squeeze in on that. I mean, in the last two election campaigns, it was the same. The polling showed that they needed to move back to the center. Again, politics of addition, not subtraction. If you didn't get, they need to get liberals to vote for them. And is this going to make liberals vote for them?
1: Well, one of the things we don't know yet is the extent to which um, people have become so alienated from the political system uh, that um, you know they're 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 looking for a way to express their uh, rejection anger. of the status quo. <laughs> their anger, uh, but you know, again, I, I I I'm not dismissive of their anger. I think we have to listen to what people say. I mean, this is this is a democracy. If people are angry. That's a legitimate uh, emotion for them to feel. The, the question is, how will the political system channel that? Will we channel it in a constructive direction or a destructive direction? And uh, I, I'm not sure that um, the status quo, which has created such anger in people, you know, that maintaining that is going to be a solution either. So I, I think we have some very important decisions to make as Canadians.
0: Brian Lee Crowley, thank you for joining us. Uh, great to have you. Great discussion. Always Appreciate great
1: to you. talk to you, Anthony. Thank you so
0: much. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, Brian Lee Crowley is founder and managing director of the McDonnell Laurier Institute, and his most recent book is Gardeners Versus Designers, Understanding the Great Fault Line in Canadian Politics.